the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. I mean, is this issue, frankly, a lot of people are surprised that it's gone so long unsolved in this administration when it was really the cornerstone. Yeah, it was probably the single biggest promise that we Republicans made the voters back in the 2016 election. Uh, We should have done it back in March when we had that crazy omnibus bill that passed. So, uh, look, we need to just focus in on doing what we said. And this was a key thing that we told the voters we were going to do. No one wants a shutdown, but let's have this debate. Let's put it on the spending bill now. Let's not wait till the end of the month, the end of the fiscal year. Let's do it now and let's have the debate. I think that's the best course of action, uh, but we'll see. What are the All right, Carrie, we'll see, right? Right. Um, you know, it, it, it's... They got to do we're, something. We're a week away from a government shutdown, and I don't know if this country needs a border wall or how much money has to be allocated to build a border wall, but... Well, they have to do something. But I don't... I, but I know, do I know what we don't need two weeks before right. Christmas, and that's a government shutdown. Right. Right, but we also need to solve problems and stop dragging it out. I think if government, if the politicians look, there's plenty of, um, I'm trying to think of the most appropriate word to use on the radio. If they would get rid of frivolous spending, I was thinking something right. else, that that could pay for it. Yeah. You know, so I think there's, a, you know, but in either Maybe case. Maybe Hollywood should do donations. But the <laughs> idea that we're going back, I mean, how many times has the U.S. taxpayer 
been, you know, backed into the corner waiting for the midnight hour for the gov for the congressman to decide we're not going to shut down the government or we are going to shut down the government. So there's all the the threats going out. There's oh, we're not going to get social security checks and right. the layoffs of all the people right before Christmas and right. uh, and and this can, is like a game uh, of chicken. Yeah, I, I mean, can any you know are are as American uh, taxpayers fed up enough? With the swamp and get something done. Right. Get some. Well, I think term limits would help that across right. the board. Good morning, but Carrie. Go ahead. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. Um, we're here every Saturday morning on 1420 a.m. between 9 and 10. We're here to give you helpful information and other financial news that can impact your financial life and hopefully make you aware of issues and rules or um tax cases or case studies to maybe make a better decision or understand that there's multiple choices that you can make and that if you're more active in your planning, you can definitely get a better result. Um, it is sponsored by the estate planning team and the estate planning team is a fee-based Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm that has been helping people in the Cleveland area solve problems, save money, build long-term conservative realistic plans and use through math modeling for more than 30 years. We help people understand um, by the different financial choices they're faced with, how do they get the most net benefit, which and doing enough crunching numbers and analysis so they understand if I make this short-term decision, what's the long-term impact? And hopefully, not only is it about, uh, you know, giving you clarity on what you need to do to accomplish your financial goals, it's using the opportunities and avoiding the traps and the complicated tax code and using opportunities in, in the ups and downs of the market. Also, there's some planning tools that you can take advantage of in any economic situation. Um, and then also just... um trying to, again, give you clarity, enough analysis so you're comfortable with your decisions. And one of our philosophies at the estate planning team is use the government's money when you can. And what that is saying is use the tools and strategies that they give you in the complicated tax code to your benefit instead of just letting things fall where they may and and making quick decisions. Sometimes people do that with their pension election or their timing of Social Security or certainly with minimum required distribution. If they have, if you have tax qualified or company plans or IRAs or similar assets, if you're defaulting to minimum required distribution, chances are that may not be the best plan that's in your best interest. Um, and those are the things that we do at the estate planning team. We're accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau. We're super service award winners for multiple years on Angie's List. If you wanted to do do some due diligence. We offer a free consultation since our process is very different. Um, we're what you think of as traditional financial planners. We're not investment advisors. Then we offer the free consultation by phone or in person. We have locations around the Cleveland area, although our home office is in Middleburg Heights. And it's very different. If you provide us information, we have some worksheets ahead of time. We'll sit down, use your numbers and show you preliminary analysis and point out issues that you may not be aware of. Um, I mean, most people who come in for a consultation are surprised by some of the issues um, that they see or where their plan's headed. Sometimes they're going to think they're okay and you're going to have a shortfall. Some people are missing opportunities. Um, I met with um, a couple this week and he was getting ready to retire and he was going to default to minimum required distribution. And when we're looking at opportunities, um, actually in 2019, because he's going to retire either at the end of the year or in January, he's thinking 
because if he waits until January, he gets some of the benefits. Right. Yeah. You, you gotta. We gotta play those games. Right. So instead of making his official retirement date December thirty first, twenty eighteen. He gets all the vacation pay and some sick time if he does it January 1st, 2019. Well, in that year, because he was, he doesn't need, he has enough that he's built up in his cash reserve to cover the expenses. Um, and, um, but, or he was thinking about taking a little from the IRA to cover some of the expenses because he wasn't, he was debating about maybe I'll just start Social Security. But when we ran this preliminary analysis, and granted it was for the free consultation, but, 2019 through the next three or four years, he has this window where his effective tax rate goes to eight to 10%. Right. Which is a huge opportunity. And then it jumps up quite a bit because he's put a lot in these company plans and he had an IRA that he rolled from a company plan from a previous company. And part of that is because he's got the lower tax tables with Mm -hmm. the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. You know, through 2025. Mm-hmm. So that's part of that window that not only that if you're going to retirement, you'll be in a lower tax bracket. Right. If your wages are gone and you don't necessarily have a pension, mm-hmm. right, that, that replaces your wages. But two, we've got the lower tax table. Right. right. So now. he can use the money for spending or he can put what he's not spending into a Roth. And by the way, if you del- and that was, I'm sorry, it was him taking Social Security in 2019. If he delayed Social Security, it'll push that effective tax rate even lower. Right. He gets the higher benefit of the Social Security increase because he'll be at the full retirement age. He gets the higher benefit if he delays that, opens up the taxes, makes more room on the tax return to pull money out of his IRAs and company plans more tax efficiently. And if something happened to him, his wife gets the higher benefit. So it's looking at these things and opportunities. Um, and we find them. And, you know, there are consultations where somebody's in great shape and there's nothing we can do, or maybe they're too far from retirement that it doesn't make sense for them to, to use our services. And we'll certainly tell you, we have both retainer and hourly planning options. So right now we're scheduling free consultations still in 2018. And we're also scheduling in the early part of 2019. If you want to go ahead and get on the calendar and resolve and start the year off right, you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation at 440 440- Two three nine twenty ninety. That's four four zero two three nine twenty ninety. Or visit our website at financialfoodforthought.com. Also on the website, we have the new January planning classes. They are in Middleburg Heights. I have a retirement planning class in the evening in January, and I have an IRA and Roth planning class at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights. They're in the middle of the end of the month. So go to the website. There's good information. You can also sign up for the newsletter on the website. And also if you go to, um, the WHK 1420 radio website. You can listen to our show and hear our podcast if you missed any of our episodes because we know sometimes people listen periodically. Right. And you're busy and busy. And as we get closer to Christmas, the, you know, Saturday mornings will get busier and busier, right? Um, so, you know, you can always catch the podcast and there's a good backlog of them on mm-hmm. there. And you can listen uh, to what if you missed the show live on. Saturday morning. So, yeah, so you're listening to Mark Donnelly and Carrie Waddell, and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 33 years. And pretty soon I'll be able to say 34 years. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do it one family, one plan at a time. And we always say it takes a coordinated effort. 
You know, it's, 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 you know, if you look at all the professionals that you may hire to help you build whatever you want to call it, an estate plan, a retirement plan, maybe it's a pre-retirement plan, we just call it a financial plan, you know, some financial model that's projecting your uh, economic future that you can try to make some decisions today. The idea that don't make short-term decisions unless you have a long-term way of, of, of uh, looking at the effect of right. them. And, you know, based on good, conservative, realistic assumptions that are your goals and objectives. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. your parents' plan. It's not your neighbor's plan. It's not your coworker's plan. You got to worry about yourself. So in the opening monologue, you heard, uh, you know, President T, do you hear, you know, you know, threatening a government shutdown if he doesn't mm-hmm. get funding for his border wall? Do you hear him talking to himself as, as in third party President T? Did you, did you hear no, that? No, I didn't. Catch so that. apparently his tweets now, he's, he's, he talks, he, he, he refers to himself in third person and, and like President T. Right. Do you remember the Mr. T? Uh, oh yeah, the A yeah. team. Yeah. Mr. T with the gold chains yeah, it's, and the, it's, it's, yeah. They, some people think it's kind of like that. Oh, how funny. You know, but it, I guess it's better than President B.O., you know, which, yeah. which would be, you know. Yeah, uh, Barack. Yeah. But, uh, That's so a bad acronym. The, uh, so that got a kick. But, um, or individual one, we can call him. So apparently uh, Mueller's uh, Russian probe is now just referencing President Trump as individual one. Uh, oh, so, brother. You know, uh, anyway. So he's, apparent. is he, now is that just President Trump's playing chicken is, well, uh, is making a deal but isn't that politicians are always how many times have we had a government shutdown? not even right. when trump was it's a chicken who's gonna cave first basically right. but you notice in that monologue or the cut i played that was our own jim jordan right okay. you know our, our representative and apparently he's backing trump's uh, right. uh shutdown um so well we have to do something and, and like with the whole immigration people aren't against immigration it's just coming in here legally but we have know, laws that need to be enforced and come in the right way right so i i i know you're you're more yeah i know you're focusing more on the the, the wall carrie i'm more focusing on the government shutdown right um you know i don't know i don't it, think it, ever the looming government shutdown i don't care ever timing is necessarily yeah, a good because that may not be good for anyone's financial situation i don't think it's good in general um you know and you know maybe that that would just maybe that would just squash what you know a lot of people believe that fed chairman powell just start you know kicked off the santa claus rally by coming out this week and being a little bit dovish on future interest rate increases um which you know you saw that huge, you know, spark and uh, uh, spike up in, in in the market on that day, you know, that that he was uh, claim, you know, that, that he spoke. Now, again, I don't think he said anything to reversal what he's been saying before. I think he just restated some facts about the economy. Mm-hmm. But people seem to, you know, maybe they read a little more or heard a little more than what he really said. So we'll see. Very volatile in the markets right now. Um, again, do you, have you built a plan R? In other words, have you, you know, what do we mean by that? And the idea is saying that with these financial models that we help, you know, clients build, sometimes we run alternate scenarios that are less rosy than what may be our base case scenario. A good example of that is our, have you modeled in the next economic downturn, whether that be a, uh, a, 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 a stock market decline, which could be a correction. A lot of people think we've already had a couple corrections already this year. Could be a U.S. recession. You know, there's still a lot of, uh, you know, talk about there about recession 2020, right? 
Um, so have you modeled that in? Maybe you don't really believe it's going to happen, so it's not your plan A, but it's an alternative model that says, okay, if it does happen, especially if you were going to retire in that window, mm-hmm. you know, where you think that possibly we could have an economic downturn, or you were planning a large purchase, maybe a new home purchase or a, a, a major home remodel or something like that. You know, the idea is, are you still going to be economically okay to do that if we do have this economic downturn. Now, again, there's not a lot of consensus out there about when the new the next U.S. recession will be, right? But I will go out on a limb and say we will have another one. Okay. Um, and so... But, it, but what it, about the people that say it's different this time? Well, yeah. <laughs> it is, Carrie. Don't you know that? It's different. Okay. So, let's see. So, speaking of... So, Carrie, you know, I got my... In my hands, okay. I've got my Cuyahoga County real estate. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, so for those of you who who uh, don't know what we're talking about, so a number of months ago, um, being a, a Cuyahoga County uh, property owner, I got my real estate assessment and was shocked to see that I had a 30% increase in right. the value of my home. And I really don't think after, you know, raising four kids, two cats, a dog and a lot of other, I really don't think my foam has appreciated uh, 30%. Right. Okay. Um, so remember I went to. Right. Well, uh, first you I went in person. I went in person, but then I didn't have photos with me. Remember? Right. Because when, when I went in in person and the, per, the very nice person, I waited in line, you know, in line, very long, long line. Right. Okay. Actually left and came back because they gave you numbers. Oh, geez. Um, but anyways, got in, you know, but immediately they said, well, you know, really, Mr. Donnelly, you probably should have brought your photographs because I had them on my iPhone. So you waited all that time and, oh. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> and then they should have posters saying, this is what you need. They give you your number. Um, well, they, I, I just, I didn't really know. I really didn't think the photos were going to be that important because what the really, what I was saying is I had recently refinanced. So I had the bank appraisal, appraisal, right? Well, isn't um, that, that wasn't sufficient. Right. So, and well, 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 they took that. They said, Oh, this is great. But anyways, so I was facing a 30% increase. I contest. I said, I really don't think my house is So right. I got my results here. Okay. I, um, I had a, Pry this out of my Margaret's hands. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know how you waited. I, I would want to know. I love the heading, right? Cuyahoga County. You know what their 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 uh, uh, what I'm trying to say? Logo? Lo- not logo, but their slogan. Slogan. Thank you. Together we thrive. All right. Well, let let's see how prosperous I'm making the county. Okay. All right. Um, dear property owner. Okay. Um, we are writing to inform you of a change to the valuation of your property for the year 2018. The value reflects your final, your final 2018 market value. The value will be reflected on the tax bill you receive in December of 2018, payable in 2019. Okay. And there is the bad news, Gary. They didn't? Well. They did. They didn't base it on an appraisal. They did. They they based it on the appraisal. They totally ignored my pictures. Which that would have really brought it down. You said Um, because there's some things you need to. Yeah. Um. I mean, I had a, I had a, yeah, I had a, I had a a contractor's bid for the the amount of work it's going to cost to fix. They totally ignored it. And that they ignored it. Are you going to appeal it again? 
Um, if you believe your property value is not accurate, you must file a DTE-1 form, complaint against the valuation of real property between January 1st, 2019 and March 31st, 2019. Well, I would be doing that on my the, January 1st to do. With the Cuyahoga County Board of Revision. Um, please visit the Board of wait. Revision's website um, where you can download the e-file. Uh, I bet your online. pictures got lost because I would be doing that January 1st as I a priority. Know. So now it won't, well, at least it won't be the 30% increase, but doing the quick math, it's going to still be about a 22% increase. So, so I hope you're going to appeal it again. I don't know. We'll see. So what else is going on? Um, I'm going to talk, um, you know, we're doing a lot of year-end planning, right? Mm-hmm. So I have another case study um, that uh, we were working on and kind of go over that, just how right. you, how you have to adjust, especially now that we have a new tax law. Right. And if there are changes, life changing events going in your life, like retirement or things like turning 70 and a half or some of those things um, to be aware of. Now, one of the things in general that um, we've been seeing and we've been talking about this and, and now there's also articles across the country saying that, you know, there there's going to be some upset taxpayers in 2019. OK. One um, is the fact that. The, the level of capital gains that we see, you know, in other words, we've been talking about this, right, Carrie? If you've got investments in a taxable account, and let's say they're professionally managed, or maybe it's even you own shares right. of a mutual fund, right? Um, it's not only, you know, that if you sell your own positions, you may incur a realized capital gain or loss. Isn't if you're not selling your own shares, if it's being actively managed or a mutual fund manager is making capital distributions, you share in that. Okay. So you, you know, and so now that's not too bad. You know, 2017, we saw, you know, across the board, large capital gains, but people weren't too upset about that because of the double digit returns that right. 2017 had in the stock market, right? Well, it's, it's kind of a different situation in 2018. It's, you know, in other words, so even though the return's going to be, I mean, it may even be negative for a lot of listeners right now. I'm talking in terms of their stock holdings, right? Right. Well, I mean, they're bond holdings, too, for that matter. But, you know, generally, um, they could have very little growth, if not slightly loss, you know, depending on what happens between now and the end of the year. Um, you know, it's, it's been very volatile since, you know, really since October, um, a couple of months early in the year as well. And January, February, February, March time frame. But in other ways. So, you know, so a lot of people get upset when they say, well, or they think they're thinking, well, my returns aren't anywhere near they were last year. So certainly my realized capital gains won't be anywhere near that. Right. No, that's not the case. Okay. It's not correlated that way. Um, so, you know, and this is a tough year that a lot of people will learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not always a directly correlation is that your realized capital gains are directly correlated to the rate of return you got that year. Okay. So, you know, Money Magazine, you know, alerted their readers to this, you know, and they specifically talked about some Vanguard funds. Okay. Um, so the, you know, quoting from the article, despite the fact that the market is only up about 1% for 2018, investors in many funds can end up owing taxes on gains those funds realized by trading stocks or other securities throughout the year. Okay. Um, 
Vanguard's Capital Opportunity Investor, that's VHCOX, for example, expects the distribution to reach nearly 9% of the net asset value of the fund. Last year, the same fund had a distribution of nearly 4%. So it's more than doubled last year's distribution, right? The Vanguard mid-cap growth, the VMGRX, will have a 12.7% distribution compared to 3% last year. So that's going to so, affect your tax return. So Vanguard spokesperson said, given the re- uh, the recent bull market, capital gains were not surprising, but urge investors to consider keeping actively managed funds, which are more likely to pass out gains than index funds and tax advantage retirement accounts like 401ks and IRAs. So they're saying is, you know, that's part of, you know, you know, the idea is if you do have funds that have historically have made or have distributed out their capital gains, you might want to try to own those inside your tax deferred accounts mm-hmm. because you don't really care about the year to date, you know, capital gain distributions because if it's in a tax deferred account, you don't have to pay taxes on it right away. Right. And then, you know, on your taxable accounts, you alternatively pick funds that don't have historic, you know, uh, you know, capital gain distributions. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the idea. So that's something that, you know, so we're, we've been trying to, and, and we've seen this with our clients, Carrie, and we have a lot of clients who do their own investments, like using Vanguard funds. We have a lot of clients who use professional investment advisors, you know, manage, you know, accounts um, where they have the discretion, you know, the investment advisor has the discretion to buy and sell. And we, and we've been asking them, Hey, if you don't have, if their monthly statement doesn't show you what the year to date realized capital gains are now, don't confuse that with the unrealized. Right. But some statements don't have the realized. Listed no, the good that. ones do. Right. But if, the, if yours doesn't, don't panic. Call your investment advisor and say, here, throw me a bone. Can you run me a year to date realized gain loss report? So I can kind of get a heads up and maybe I need to place a call to my tax preparer because this may affect if I'm, if, if he was assuming a certain level of realized capital gains, you know, and, and basing what he told me to pay in estimated payments or withholding to cover one of my safe harbors, I may have to adjust that before it's too late. And that's the thing. People do get confused between, well, you know, even clients that are new to the process, they call and say this is the capital gains markets, the realize that it's going to make the big difference. You know, and those are the things that we look at. Should you go under the previous year, current save, and coordinating with that tax preparer? Okay. Secondly, we've been warning, and now the IRS is warning taxpayers to say, you know, what I just kind of finished up by saying. Don't underpay your estimated taxes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, because as you know, if you did not re- realize it, maybe some of you felt it or saw that you got more take home pay mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. Maybe it was February. Maybe it was March. Maybe it was January. When your payroll taxes. Um, and whether you are on a, on a W-2 or whether you're getting a fixed pension, um, you know, chances are your custodian lowered your federal withholding without you filling out paperwork. Your it was consent. just automatic based on the new tax laws. Which basically, they were told to do that by the government because the government wanted everybody to get more take home pay. Right. So they would all vote for the Republicans in November. Right. OK. And see the benefit of the tax cut. And some people won't have to pay more. But the problem is 
the, the, the payroll departments, they did, the government did not require the payroll departments, the custodians, to obtain new W-4 forms from no, the taxpayer. No, remember the first round of the W was four pages? And who oh, they throw it that? out. They're, I'm, I'm waiting right. for the revised one because no one was going to use the first one. No. Um, you know, um, but, you know, and either he could, I mean, you know, you know, but I don't know how many people did. Um, I don't think your payroll department handed them out to you, um, because they certainly didn't want to deal with them. Um, but the idea is, all right, so now because of that, you know, there could be many, many taxpayers are underpaid. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so even though their tax may be less, under the new tax law, doesn't mean that they had enough withholding to cover that lower tax liability. That's the crux. That's the coordination of advisors. You know, have have you have you looked at that? Have you gotten a uh, you know? Do you know what your previous year safe harbor is? Do you have you worked up a current year pro forma? You know, with your tax preparer, or if you're doing it at home with one of the robots. Um, you see that the problem is that the robots that software is not even out there yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it'll be coming. Maybe it's out now, but I mean, you know, now professionals, we all we've all had the new software, you know, for the professional versions of it, but. That's the idea. Do you need to review that um, before year end? Um, are you planning on making a fourth quarter estimate? Do you need to revise that fourth quarter mm-hmm. estimate based on this? And those are things that we look at as far as our clients at the estate planning team. Remember, we've been helping people for more than 30 years in the greater Cleveland era. We're an Ohio registered fiduciary fee-based planning firm that solves problems, saves people money. We offer a free consultation for people who want to come in and look at these issues. Again, that's whether you're working and thinking about your retirement or if you are already retired. We also have our January planning classes that are posted. Um, We have an IRA Roth and tax qualified asset planning class. Um, And then we have a retirement planning class for retirees and people nearing retirement. Those are on our website. If you call the office, we can also send you an invitation if you'd like to see it. Some people prefer regular mail or we can send it via email. Um, you can also um, go to see our podcast at the WHK 1420 um, radio website. But if you want the consultation or come out to our free educational classes, the classes have a free workbook. We just have to ask that you pre-register. You can call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right. I'll have a rock and roll uh, birthday boom for you. So we're, we're into December, Carrie, right? All right. Um, so, you know, together we thrive, right, Carrie? Right. I, I, I can't believe this guy. Kind of <laughs> how can they, not, how can they, county, how can so. they ignore my pictures, Carrie? I, I bet they did. I don't. Know. I would. I would if you, especially if you had a contract. I had to pay. I had to like go to the like the wall the corner Walgreens, right. or whatever, and I had to like get the off my phone. You know, that's a you know with those one of those you know and one of those machines at those. See, drug I'd be mad that you have to wait because I'm photographs. I'm and, so impatient about that. I'd be mad that you have to wait till January first to submit it because if I got that letter, I'd be turning it around like wanting to the same day. Well, speaking of appraisal, did you see this that the the the, the robots are going to take over the home appraisal? How well. Because, I, I, you know, I've done that refinancing or you have somebody walk through. They Well, well, I, see, when I a lot of I know, a lot of the refinances, you, there is no walk through. There's a drive by. Right. All right. Um, well, I know now under some of the new laws and stuff, 
they do the because the bankers through. just want to loan you money, Carrie. I mean, right. do you well, think I'm they, just saying because of some of the new regulations, they right. have to walk through. So federal regulators have proposed loosening the real estate appraisal requirements to enable a majority of U.S. homes to be bought and sold without being evaluated by a licensed human appraiser. Well, didn't we have that issue before? I mean, I don't okay. know. So who's behind this? The Office of Controller of the Currency, the FDIC, and the Federal Reserve. Are you going to win against those three, Carrie? Or you think they're going to get what they want? But didn't that cause problems before? Okay, it would increase to $400,000 from the current level of $250,000. So apparently, if if, under the current law, if your home is $250,000 or less, you don't need a human appraiser. Okay. Okay. So they're trying to raise that to four hundred thousand. Well, my bank 000. didn't let me get a house without an appraisal a few years ago. Did you? Uh, did the appraiser come through the house? Absolutely. See, Walked through room by room. See, my last one, I have no idea. But mine was with three. Well, years. I guess I, I guess I, I, he did drive right. by because he had pictures of it. Right now, my first home twenty some years ago, but the last in the last three years, oh no, they had to come and walk through the home. But, and walk through every okay. room. But, wow. But raising it to 400000 basically is going to cover two-thirds of all U.S. homes. Okay. Um, now, some worry <laughs> that this, this may is be, be a, a little problem. risky with the already, what, $10.7 market for home loans, right? Right. Um, and I asked why they had to walk through. They said because sometimes houses look fine on the outside, but people trash them on the inside or if the and the bank has to right. take over or some people sell off everything like the fixtures and the copper pipes and the yeah together we thrive carrie <laughs> you know it, well, the, the appraisers aren't going to be too happy no you know so one appraiser uh pat turner out of richmond virginia he had a great comment right there's still no computer that can see hear taste smell and touch and he said have you ever been in a hoarder's house a whose house? Hoarders. Hoarders. Oh, that's true. It might look beautiful on the outside. Case point. Well, whatever. Okay. So, um, yeah. So a couple things. We were all Kevin Brady, um, you know, who was the, uh, um, you know, he's the head guy in the, um, the, the House Ways and Means Committee, right? Remember, Kevin Brady was working a lot on the new tax law. So he's on his way out, Kerry, right? Because the Democrats right. regained. So apparently he will be replaced by Democratic Representative Richard Neal. Okay, so he's in a lame duck, but I don't know. I mean, again, don't get too excited. And so Kevin Brady came out this week and he's he, he, he with a with a three hundred page tax bill. Okay, good for him. Yeah, I mean, don't I mean get, yeah. I'm glad I I'd love to know how much taxpayers' dollars went to work in that three hundred pages. And how many staff members were hired to get that out in, in the lame duck? Because it's know. not going to go anywhere. Because is that going to get done by uh, January? I don't think it's going to get done at all, Mark. Well, well, that's the point. I mean, <laughs> he's out the door. So if it doesn't right. get done while he's still in. Idea, idea. I, 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 don't, I don't think, you know, I don't think Richard Neal's going to bring it up. But wouldn't that be great if, if our congressmen actually did their job and just did what was best and not worried about the party and yes. just did what... You know? So you know, what, what, so I, I don't know what's in the 300 pages, but it's it's probably a lot of what we've already heard about. Remember, we we've talked about that throughout the year. Remember the RESA, right? The right. Retirement Enhanced Savings Act. Yeah. And you know, there was also the the Strengthening Financial Security through Short Term Savings Accounts mm-hmm. Act. That one may pass, Gary. That's the okay. one where. You know, in other words, we have to, you know, the government is, is getting a lot of pressure to save the baby boomers' retirement because the baby boomers aren't going to have a retirement. Right. 
right? They're going to work forever or their their retirement's going to be, you know, very, uh, not the golden years exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I know well, people, like you know, Allianz did that study. It came out, or I found it this week that talked about, it's called chasing retirement study. And they now label people who are behind on their retirement goals as chasers. Chasers? Chasers. It's not, not exactly the fire people, movement. People need to catch up on their retirement. They're chasing that right. retirement dream. Well, yeah, there's going to be millions of those. You know, and a lot of people are worried about the millennials. Um, millennials are going to be fine. Uh, you, you know, um, I'm not worried about the millennials at all. You know, because, you know, they're getting a slower start, but that might not be necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Now, they do have a lot of student loan debt. That is right. a problem with the millennials. But um, but as far as, you know, what, what the millennials have going for them is, you know, instant acquired knowledge, right? You know, because at their fingertips is every question or every answer to any question they'll ever have. Right. You know, with the with the Internet. And, and mm-hmm. that's a tremendous opportunity that they're just starting to scratch the surface on that. Um, but that, you know, but a lot of them, you know, if they did go to college, they may have student loan debt, but at least if, at least if they, uh, graduated with a degree that's employable, right. they'll Which be that's fine. That's the key, the degree that's employable. And if they do that before they get married, right. Before they have children, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Right. Um, they'll have a better retirement than the baby boomers, mm-hmm. just like the baby boomers retire. Uh, parents had a, ba- had a had a better retirement than what the baby boomers, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the greatest generation, they may still leave trillions to the baby boomers. But that and that will save. save. I'll save a good or portion of the maybe boomers. it'll get eat up in long term care costs. Yeah. But if the yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right, that's the other issue. Um, but strengthening the financial security through short term savings. That's the idea that there's a lot of pressure that the government has to do something to save the baby boomers retirement. So the idea is they have to give more incentives for people to save, right? And, right. and one of the problems, and, and maybe it's too late for the baby boomer, so maybe okay. maybe your generation, Carrie, what do you call your generation again? I don't even know. X generation. See, no one even cares because you're so even, small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, really. Hmm. Um, so maybe, you know, they're planning that the, the, they'll help the X generation or the, you know, the... Um, Millennials, and then the millennials' children, of course, is the Z generation, right. and they're pretty big right now. Okay, so you know, a lot of people were saying, "Well, why aren't the millennials getting married and having children?" They will. They're they, just waiting longer. They will, yeah. Um, and you know, that's also the workforce that's going to pay in uh, the Social Security taxes. It's going to save the pay boomers' <laughs> right. Social Security. So get ready for that, millennials, right? Um, but in either case, the the idea is um, the government has to give more incentives. For people to save. And the problem with that is, you know, those, the, those, uh, uh, antiquated 59 and a half rules mm-hmm. and that 10% penalty, you know, for taking money out right. before 59 and a half, right? They got to get rid of that, mm-hmm. um, or, or somehow loosen that restriction. So one of the ideas they've been bouncing around the hollow halls of Congress is that you could have a savings account that you could put pre-tax money into, but you could use it before 59 and a half for emergencies. Okay. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens there. All right. Well, don't forget, you can sign up for a free consultation. That's whether you're working and thinking about your future retirement. You're maybe worried about how the market volatility is going to affect your future retirement years or when your target retirement date is with people were dealing with pension election analysis, social timing of social security, spending, what's realistic, what's not. And certainly people who are 
already retired. And if you have those IRAs, company plans or similar assets, for a lot of clients, we're looking at how do we max out those lower brackets and and how to do or let's look at opportunities. I know we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I talked about a case and every year we were she was in a zero bracket, you know, cumulatively, I think off the top of my, it was over 50,000 she took out in the last few years and paid no taxes on it. Um, other people, um, I'm thinking case every week, Mark, we're doing multiple cases like this, maybe maximum uh, different. We had a gentleman this week, um, the mark ran the numbers and she could, and we worked with her tax preparer. She did withholdings through pension and she was okay with doing a Roth conversion because she didn't need the cash flow. She built up her cash reserve as long as she didn't have to pay a dime more in taxes. So it was then calculating how much more. And actually in the last few years, we've been able to take five to 7,000 and do a Roth conversion right. and her not pay any additional tax or him not paying the additional taxes. Right. It's, it's a new case, unique case because she has, she has to have a certain amount of withholding done on one of her pensions. So it's, it's kind of, so that tax goes in every right. year. So instead of waiting around for a refund every year, right. she just says, okay, I'll just go ahead and do the right. It's, it's an interesting case, but it, it's going to work out for her. And, um, and you know, now she also had the added incentive. Not everybody does, but she liked the idea that if she doesn't spend or doesn't need that, cause she's already a widow, right? right. So if, if she passes away, at least the money in her Roth IRA would go income tax free to her kids as opposed to money in her uh, IRA or retirement right. plan would go taxable. And she's so. still in a f- fairly favorable tax bracket. Right. So those are the things that we look at. So take advantage of the consultation. Remember, remember you can schedule this year or get on the January schedule or early part of 2019. You can also sign up for the January classes. It's not too early. Seating is limited. Those are on the website. If you sign up for the newsletter, we're going to keep you posted with new tax law changes, um, other financial news, and certainly keep you posted on the classes when we do schedule those. Um, and that's 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or financial foodforthought.com. All right. So as I said, we're in December. So now my rock and roll birthday boomers carry, as you know, in December, they'll all be Christmas rock and roll birthday okay. boomers, right? Mm-hmm. Starting with December 1st. Okay. So it will be playing their Christmas carols. Okay. Okay. Um, so our first one today, let me give you a clue. Uh, she was born on this date in 1945. Okay. So she's a, she's a senior baby boomer, right? Okay. So she was born in Hawaii. Hmm. Uh, I didn't, you know, um, she's quite popular, quite successful. I'll give you her, uh, awards. Three Grammys. Okay. Four Golden Globes. Three Emmys. Two Tonys. Okay. Very successful. So I right? would bet maybe I know the song, but I, I would bet to. I would bet also you would know the singer. Okay. You're, well, you'll know the song because it's a Christmas Christmas song. Carol. But I had to pick one that she has a unique, distinctive voice. Okay. So I had to make it a little tough for you, Carrie. So I had to pick one that didn't necessarily give her away. Oh shoot! Then I don't know if I'll get it or not. Okay. Um, she sold over thirty million records. Okay, so stay tuned for that. Um, so we're starting, you know, this is the time of year. We're starting to get a heads up from our government about what some of the tax law changes will take place for 2019. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're doing some year-end planning and or you're watching some of those thresholds, you know, you want to, you know, perk your ears up a little bit or keep your eyes open for the changes. So I've got, you know, we've been talking about a few of them. 
Uh, we can start with the federal state tax. All right. Now, since the, you know, the tax cuts the job back, right. You know, when it doubled the exemption. So currently the federal state tax exemptions, you know, 11.18 million, right? Mm-hmm. And then couples with portability get two of those. Right. Well, that's next year is going up to 11.4 million. Okay. Okay. Um, or a couple filing portability, $22.8 million. So once again, federal state tax is really no longer an no, issue. No, Marco, when the company started, it was 600000 Yeah. Then it was a million. Then it was, okay. you know. Now the annual gift tax exclusion remains at 15000 That is not scheduled to go up in 2019. Okay. Um, we talked about the 401k limit increases. Mm-hmm. So it's going from 18,500 to 19,000. The catch up 6,000 remains the same. IRAs are also going up, either the IRA or the Roth IRA contributions, right? Are going up from 5,500 to 6,000. Okay. Catch up remains at a thousand. So. Um, the, 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 the number then for the 401ks and the 403bs is 20, is going to be 25,000 next year. And the numbers for the IRAs are going to be 14,000. All right. Now remember, you still, um, you know, this is also, you know, it, it, sometimes, you, you know, a lot of our clients we're working on, if they still can make, um, contributions to IRAs or Roth IRAs, their decision on which one to do, right? Right. Um, and there's income limitations and, you know, you have to, you know, come to our classes or, you know, kind of talk about that. Um, but, you know, that you have until April 15th to fund, you know, you have until April 15th of 19 to fund your IRA or Roth IRA contributions. For and see, that's the difference between contributions versus conversions have to be done by the end of the year. Right. Um, so I said, you know, I had a case study, and it's interesting. So, how do you you know work some of these numbers? Um, and the idea is, you know, sometimes you have to you know look at the cir- circumstances and review it. So, the case we're working on, it's a couple. They're a retired couple, all right, and he's going to be reaching his magic age of seventy and a half. So he was he was a July Fourth baby. So in January he reaches the age seventy and a half. January okay. of twenty nineteen. Okay, remember that funny rule, right? You know, um, you know it, it's seventy and a half. Right? I know. So you know it, it. So you know. So he could. You know. So now, but this year is you know has a new tax law, and when we were working, you know, he had typically. He had been taking money out of his IRA every year. He would usually do it in December, even though he wasn't required. Mm-hmm. Some he used for cash flow. Some he would make his charitable contributions out of. Right. Because he was still able to deduct contributions on his Schedule A, itemized right. deductions. So he would wait. And, you know, in December was when he made his charitable, con- when they made their charitable contributions. And then, you know, he would get the deduction. Well, this year, when we were looking at the numbers, we're realizing that based on the new tax law, he won't be able to itemize. Okay. You know, he's not going to get over, you know, the, the new standard deduction. Right. Now, remember that, that, you know, the new standard deduction for married filing joint, you know, you know is 24000 But if you're over 65, you get an additional 1300 Okay, so it's combined. Their standard deduction is going to be twenty six thousand six hundred. By the way, 
those numbers are going up next year, Carrie. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, you, you keep an eye on that. So the standard deductions going up four hundred out, you know, so it's uh the, the married filing, you know, the, the standard deduction for a couple next year is gonna be twenty four thousand four hundred dollars. Okay. Um now. So in either case, so now we're putting a couple eyes together. In other words, saying he won't be able to deduct his charitable contributions. Right. Okay. But we started, you know, we started talking about the qualified charitable distribution. Right. That's where if you are seventy and a half, now remember he's not seventy and a half to win. January. January. So you can't do it right now. But, you know, if, you know, once you're 70 and a half, you can do the qualified charitable distribution where you're, you know, you're, 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 you're sending directly from your IRA to your favorite charity. Okay. And the advantage of that is you don't have to report that as taxable income. Which for some return. people, if you're next to real close, not only if you're charitably inclined, but if you're close to a Medicare B premium threshold, other tax threshold, um, it adjust, it reduces your adjusted gross income. And I'm thinking because of the itemized deductions, people are charitably inclined. I would think more people are going to go to this or should be. Right. So, so he's, so here's what we're doing. So now, now typically the other threshold that we were maxing out for him was a zero long-term capital gain tax rate, right? And for married filing jointly, that's taxable income of 77200 so if he can stay under that, he still gets a zero qualified dividend rate and a zero long-term capital gain rates. That's important to him based on his taxable holdings, right? So now, um, so, but now he's, he liked the idea of the qualified charitable distribution. So what we're going to do working with the CPA and we're working out the numbers, he is not going to make his charitable contribution in December. He's going to make it in January, January. after he turns eight seventy half. Mm-hmm. And then he'll do a second charitable contribution okay. in December. Okay. He'll be back on the December schedule. So the charity's not going to be too upset. So instead of they're getting their money at the end of December, they're going to get it at the end of January. Right. right? But he'll all that'll all offset against his required minimum next year. Right. Because he's not going to get the Schedule A charitable deduction anyways. Right. So this way he's lowering his adjusted gross income, He's which Ohio starts with. So now is he lowering his federal tax? He's lowering his Ohio tax. And he's staying in the zero capital gains? He's staying with the zero capital gains. Now that's going up to 78750 next year, a little bit higher. But also that still leaves him room. Right. So now he's not going, he's going to take money out of his IRA. He's not required yet. He's going to take it out, not to give to a charity. What's he going to do with it? A Roth conversion. Mm -hmm. So now he'll convert that to Roth this year, which will theoretically will lower his next year's required minimum. Mm -hmm. So you see how you start putting two and two together. All right. Um, And that's what good year in planning is doing. Um, And, you know, so those are the, you know, that's the idea of saying be active you know, with your planning, and it takes a coordination effort. Right, and call the estate planning team for a free consultation. See how our process is different or come out to our January planning classes at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. It's cold outside. I did not think Bette Midler was. Oh, you her. got it, Carrie. Oh, yeah. See, I thought I hit her voice pretty well. Yeah, because she used to, she had, and then in the movie For the Boys, I love her voice. Right. This is what I, this, oh, yeah, her. That's why finale. you know it. This is right the movie from the before. Yeah. I love that movie. I had the soundtrack, something I actually owned. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't know she was born in Hawaii. Like, I would have never guessed that. I know. That. Um, so, Bette Miller. Um, I think she's duetting with uh, Gerardo Rivera in this song here. I don't think so. No, you don't get No, it was right. James Kahn. Yeah, right. no, for, you don't get... I'll explain to you later. Okay. I, I, I don't think Geraldo... <laughs> Geraldo in Cleveland. I don't think Geraldo and Bette Miller exchanged Christmas cards. Okay. You don't remember that story? No. All right. Um, anyway, so... Actually, I don't know if it's even politically correct for me to play this song anymore. Why? Have you heard the controversy over this song? Yeah. You know, have you heard the controversy about the root... You know those... Um, those old Christmas movies that we... I love. White I still Christmas watch them with my kids. Like the animated ones. It was oh, the old the Rankin Brown? Bass. Oh, okay. You know the Rankin Bass one? Yeah, no. Yeah, now the red... You know the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rudolph, Reindeer? Yeah. yeah. That's controversial, too. I just saw a headline this week. I'm like, they're ruining good Christmas things. <laughs> I know. I heard that... I've heard the controversy on the song. It's still a good song. Yeah, I mean, you can really, make controversy about r- anything. Really? I, I mean, what about you know uh, Santa Baby? You know, yeah. what about Elvis's? Um, you can make controversy on it. So yes, I was disappointed they were they were taking digs that the father was abusive because of his red nose and right. they the bull you're 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 shouldn't let your kids watch it because you're. Um, enforcing it's okay to bully i'm like no he was the underdog he yeah. was like so different yeah. and then I mean, he rose you know take the positive a, do we have the, enough problems without or do we need bigger problems so we don't focus on these right don't we issues? don't we need I mean, what to, do we need uh, a, a war a, a don't we need war? to focus on the positive and things that bring people together right. or do know. we just focus on you know christmas shopping yeah um, all right the reason for the season right all right, so don't forget to come out to our classes again. We have the IRA and Roth class. It's never too early in the year to start looking at those issues. Um, it's in January. It's about a two-and-a-half-hour class. If you're 59 and a half or older, have IRAs, company plans, or similar assets, you're going to want to attend the class. Um, we'll talk about Roth contributions versus conversions. And also the retirement planning class, if you're close to retirement or already in retirement, we're talking about issues that impact your lifestyle and long-term financial stability. If you're not ready for a free consultation, um, you can attend the class. Or um, if you just want to talk about your numbers, your questions, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. All right. So if you're still trying to get some year-end planning done, you're running out of time because what's happening is you're not the only baby boomer who's trying to make some year-end maneuvers. And the custodians are getting bottlenecked. So you Mm -hmm. have to ask them, how much time do I have to make my final decisions? Then you know how much time you can work on your planning strategies. All right. Have a good week. For more financial food for thought, for more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.